Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. I'm your host, Elder Gregory Newsom, with the Faith in God Internet TV. God bless you. In Jesus' name. Today is a great day to be called into this great kingdom by his dear son, Jesus Christ. And we do honor the spirit of Christ, who is the head of our life. We honor our pastor, Bishop Ellis, Bishop Ellis Murchison Sr. We thank and praise God for our pastor and our first lady, Lady Paulette Murchison, and uh, to the entire Pentecostal Power Church family. We thank God for you. We're here uh, to give God glory, honor, and praise. And we're grateful for what the Lord is doing. Uh, we honor my own wife, Missionary Newson, and to all of you on the Faith in God Internet TV broadcast. Thank you for listening to us today. We have a great word of encouragement uh, for the people of God. And uh, we want to go right before the Lord in a word of prayer. Let us pray. Eternal God, our Savior, in the precious name of Jesus, Lord, we thank you. We give you glory. We give you honor. We give you praise. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Oh, God, we thank you for protection. We thank you for healing. We thank you for salvation. We thank you, Lord, for your grace and mercy that brought us through. Thank you, Lord. Fathers, we pray today in the matchless name of Jesus. Lord, anoint us as your dear servant today. Lord, that we would share words of hope, faith, and encouragement that would upbuild the people of God in your kingdom. And that, oh God, they may receive the blessings that come from you. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. We thank you now. We pray, God, for those, oh God, frontline workers, nurses, doctors. We pray, God, you would touch in a special way. In the name of Jesus, help them, God. Those that are ministering to your people, God. Oh, God, touch in the name of Jesus. Lord, do it like only you can. Bless all of our people, God. Those that have lost loved ones. Those that have lost family members. Those that have lost, oh God, dear loved ones. Comfort them now. In the name of Jesus, we pray. We pray, God, you would increase faith in your people to endure hardness as good soldiers of Jesus Christ. In the name of Jesus, bless the saints at Pentecostal power. Bless the saints, oh God, abroad. Bless our leadership, God. In the name of Jesus, we pray, God. We pray, God, for our presiding bishop, Bishop Scott, 
We pray, God, for our assistant presiding bishop, Dr. Charles Bennett. We pray, God, for Mother Bennett, that you would touch, heal, oh God, and deliver like only you can. All of the, oh God, executive council, board of bishops, the entire organization, bless it now in the name of Jesus. Look on District Elder Turner, Lady Turner, and the True Holiness family, oh God. New Mount Olive, oh God, now District Elder Raymond Johnson and Lady Johnson and the New Mount Olive family. Oh God, the entire body of believers, bless them now. We thank you and we give you praise. Help us to decrease that you might increase. Father, direct us in this Bible class today that we might, oh God, share words of encouragement that may edify the body of believers. And Father, we thank you. We forever give you praise. And Lord, whatever, oh God, your people are encountering, even those that are listening for the first time, God, let them have a Holy Ghost experience. Oh God, to know that you're there and that you care. And Lord, that there's nothing too hard for God. Father, we thank you. We forever give you glory. We give you honor and praise in the matchless name of Jesus to the glory of God. Thank God. Amen. And amen. Amen. Praise God. Praise God. We thank God for you, you and you today. And as I said before, as your host today, we want to go right into the word of the Lord. I'm your host, Elder Gregory Newsom with the Faith in God Internet TV. Um, we're going to go into uh, a very familiar passage of scripture, which is found in St. John chapter four. And we're going to talk to you from the subject of quenching your spiritual thirst. Quenching your spiritual thirst. And our subtopic today is going to be stop by the well, praise God. It's time to stop by the well, praise God. And we're going to talk on it today because we're in a very, very challenging time. Um, we're over 265,000 deaths due to COVID virus and due to uh, this pandemic that we're dealing with. And I don't know about you. If you haven't stopped by the well, it's time that you stop by. Praise God. Because God is waiting on you. Praise God. And we're going to get into it today because Jesus uh, said he had must needs to go through Samaria. And I believe these are needful times right now where um, God is stopping by each and every one of our homes. Some of us not able to go out and be in worship service, be in praise service, being uh, church service. But we can still pray and offer praise to God no matter where we are because we are the church, not the building. And so I want to encourage the people of God today. And we just want to let you know that, uh, you know, there's nothing too hard for the Lord and that you uh, can make it through uh, the challenges that we're facing uh, by quenching your spiritual thirst. And the only way we're going to quench that spiritual thirst is we need to um, have a visitation uh, from the Lord. And so if we don't have a visitation from the Lord, uh, we're going to be uh, very, very uh, in dire need. And so it's very, very important that we uh, keep our, our spiritual hunger and thirst 
uh, toward the things of God uh, that we might, uh, you know, be able to move forward uh, and uh, carry out uh, the things that God will be pleased with. And uh, just want to say uh, to the people of God, is it's very, very important that we uh, understand, you know, that uh, uh, quenching your spiritual thirst uh, requires us to uh, inquire of the Lord uh, as this Samaritan did, Samaritan did. They inquired of the Lord and uh, Jesus went through there and he sat on the well and we're going to get into it. But I just want to, this is just my sidebar before I get started in the scriptures. You know, he, I'm just doing an overview. You know, Jesus came there and he had left the disciples uh, because he wanted to go and minister um, to this um, Samarian, Samaritan uh, in Samaria for the simple fact of uh, people have biases, you know, people have stereotypes, you know, people have hangups, you know, even in ministry, people got hangups with who they going to deal with and who they ain't going to deal with. But God has set a precedence that, you know, he came uh, to seek and save that which was lost. And so he didn't leave uh, no one behind. He didn't leave no one without an opportunity to receive salvation. Even though he came to his own people, we can see that the Samaritans, based on history, uh, the Jews had no dealings with them for the simple fact they hated the Samaritans for the fact they were half Jews and they had mixed marital uh, lifestyles with uh, the Samaritans. And so any Jew that uh, was considered married or espoused or had children by a Samaritan was not considered a full Jew. And so uh, just through history and just giving y'all the rundown, uh, they separated. They had separate temples. They didn't go uh, to Jerusalem to worship, but they understood what worship was all about. And this is why when they get into the dialogue with Jesus, they have such a, uh, uh, a very in-depth discussion because she understood the cultural, uh, the, the cultural barriers or divisions that they faced as a people and as a nation. And so she knew uh, him being at that well uh, at that particular time of the day was an improper time. But how many of us know uh, that he may not come when you want him, but he's on time?
going to get into it now. All right. Verse number seven. There come a woman of Samaria to draw water. And Jesus says unto her, give me to drink. Praise God. Glory. Give me to drink. He asks for the water. All right. He says here, give me to drink for his disciples was gone away unto the city to buy meat. So they went into town to buy meat, but he takes the shortcut. Now there was a route to go um, through Samaria uh, into uh, Jerusalem. There was a shortcut, but the Jews on purpose went the long route. The boys went into town to get meat, but they didn't choose the path that Jesus chose. And this is to show us some on a spiritual level that sometimes we're not in tune in ministry um, to the things of God. Sometimes we take paths, you know, that's easy and less uh, uh, challenging for us, meaning we take the long way around to avoid people, praise God. But Jesus takes the shortcut because he wants to encounter and let that Samaritan have a spiritual encounter, praise God, that they would have their spiritual thirst quenched by stopping by this well, praise God. And I want to say to the people of God today, uh, if, you have not if you have not stopped by the well uh, uh, this month, you know, or during this time of pandemic, it's time that you stop by the well of the Lord, that he might quench your spiritual thirst. You may have not been in prayer. You may have not been in church. You may have not been uh, among believers since March. But there is time for revival. There is time for your spiritual thirst to be quenched. And you need to have enough faith and enough hope and trust in God to stop by the well, praise God. And this Samaritan, she stopped by the well and she was getting ready to get uh, the water that she needed out of the well. And Jesus starts the dialogue and he said, give me to drink, praise God. And then said the woman of Samaria unto him, how is it that thou being a Jew, praise God, she brings up this cultural difference, praise God. And it's just like we do in, in ministry, in church, and in life. We have places that we will not go. We got people we will not talk to. We got things we will not address simply because we don't see the spiritual need, praise God. But Jesus reveals the spiritual need and he addresses it by addressing this Samaritan. Praise God. This woman at the well, if you will. And she says to him in response to give me to drink, how is it that thou being a Jew, ask drink of me? You know you, you know we don't have no dealings. Praise the Lord. And a lot of people, you know, in the world, in the church, they feel like, okay, church folks shouldn't have nothing to do with people in the world. We have everything to do with people in the world. Praise God. Because we are the salt of the earth and we are the light of the world. Praise God. A city that's set up on a hill 
which cannot be hid, praise God. And so we bear responsibility, praise God, glory, to share the good news, the gospel of Jesus Christ. And the only way we're going to reach other people, we're going to have to get down in the trenches so they can have their spiritual thirst quenched and addressed by the Lord. We don't have any water, but God has plenty of water. And whosoever there will be, they can come and drink the water of life freely, praise God. They got to stop by Jesus. Jesus is the well. For those of you that just came on and may not understand where I'm going with this Bible study today, Jesus is the well. Praise the Lord. And if you stop by him, he'll give you some water that will spring up there, a well that's water springing up into everlasting life. He will give you the Holy Ghost, praise God, which is another representation of this water, praise God. Let me look at this. Let's take a look at this. Then the woman said unto them, how is thou being a Jew? Ask a drink of me, which am a woman of Samaria. For the Jews have no dealings whatsoever. I'm, I'm just paraphrasing here. I'm not adding to the scripture. I'm just uh, speaking in my own words and terms, expressing what, you know, where she was in her thought process. We don't have no dealings with y'all. Praise God. That's just to put it in simple English. We have no dealings with the Jews. We have no, I mean, the Jews have no dealing with Samaritans, praise God, rather. And Jesus responds the second time, praise God. And he says to her, he says, if thou knewest the gift of God, Jesus answered and said unto her, if you knew the gift of God, praise God. God gave gifts unto men, praise God. And who of whosoever said, and who, who is it that said to thee, give me drink? He says here, if thou knewest the gift of God, and who it is that said to thee, give me to drink, thou wouldest have asked of him, and he would have given thee living water. Praise God. He takes a natural uh, need and spins uh, the conversation into addressing the spiritual need of humanity. Praise God. Everyone needs God. There's not a soul in this world that don't need God. And so he addresses uh, the soul, you know, the soul thirst, the soul issue. You know, the soul matter. And he said, if you knew who you was talking to, if you knew the gift of God, you would ask me for some water. And I would, oh, praise God. You would ask me to give you something to drink and I would have gave you some living water, praise God. What Jesus was saying, I wouldn't respond with the same bias that you responded with because I'm God. I look beyond the fault. And I see the need to save all humanity. He went counterclockwise to the teaching of the scribes, the Pharisees, and the Jewish custom or cultural 
uh, divisions that have been set up over hundreds of years. They did not have, they didn't like, praise God. They did not like Samaritans. Praise God. And we as people of God, we cannot let this be in our churches. We can't allow this stuff to be in our ministries. We can't allow this stuff to be in our spirit as God has called us to quench the spiritual thirst by having these souls stop by the well. Praise God. And all that will come to Jesus, God will give them the water of life. Praise God. And so we must point everyone to Jesus. We must point everybody to the Lord. Because in him is life. And life is the light of men. Praise God. And so God is the only one that can give us living water. And he said, thou would have asked of him and he would have given thee living water. Anybody that would ask the Lord uh, for salvation, God will give it to them. There's not a soul in this world. If they will repent, believe, repent, and be baptized in water in the name of Jesus for the remission of their sins, God will give them the water of life freely. Let's go down a little bit farther. I want to uh, challenge your thought here, your theology here for a moment. Just, just uh, entertain this just for a moment this thought process in verse 10, Jesus answered and said, if thou knewest the gift of God and who it is said to thee, give me drink, thou would have asked of him and he would have given thee living water. The woman says in verse 11, uh, the woman said unto him, sir, thou hast nothing to draw with. He talks to her spiritual need and she's looking at uh, the tools that's needed to get the water out the well. Praise God. She says, you don't have nothing to draw with. And the well is deep. People issues and their life problems are deep. And there's nobody can give fulfillment like the Lord can. And he's that well that runs deep and he can work on every issue that humanity faces. And he can supply every need according to his riches, praise God. And if you hear and you have a need today, you're listening to this broadcast, you have a situation or circumstance where there's a need in your life, praise God. You need to let God straighten it out. How is he going to straighten it out? You got to understand God don't need a dipper. He don't need a bucket to get water to you. Praise God. And a lot of us in this pandemic, there's thousands of people lined up in lines for food. But guess what? God don't have to get in the line. Praise God. He can bless what you have and you can get through. This week, praise God. And on next week, praise God, he'll bless you to get through next week if you have faith and continue to trust him. And so he don't need a dipper to get water to you, resources to you. He don't need a dipper or he don't need, you know, uh, you know, a, a certain supply chain. He's God. 
And guess what? Apostle Paul learned this in Philippians 4 and 19. He said, but my God shall supply all of your needs according to his riches and glory. God has everything we have need of. And look at this. He ain't worried about no dipper. He ain't worried about uh, no vehicle to get it to you because he's God. He'll touch somebody's heart and they'll bless you. They'll bring it and drop it right in your hand. Praise God. What a mighty God we serve. And so if you're in need today, spiritual need, not, not only natural need, but spiritual need. She had a natural need because she stopped at the well for some water, but she also had a spiritual need just like every human being does. You may have one problem that you're focused on, but God is concerned about your soul and your eternal destiny. Praise God. Where will you spend eternity? You know, we can ask, a, we can answer a lot of questions. You know, we can ask a lot of questions. But only God can provide the answer that's needed for our situation. When it comes to where will we spend eternity, it's based on choice, praise God. We can choose to get our natural uh, man fed and satisfied, praise God, and I'm glad we're headed to revival. We can get our natural man taken care of and satisfied, but that's not the only area God is concerned about. He's concerned about the whole, double H-O-L-L-Y, the holy, the whole entire man or woman or humanity. And he didn't want to just give them food for their sustenance and water just for their thirst, but he wanted to give them or give her uh, everlasting water, praise God. And the only way she could get it is she had to understand that she only could get it through God. Let us go a little bit farther. We, we're getting ready to get out of here. All right. And she says here, sir, thou has nothing to draw with and the well is deep. And from whence thou hast this living water. She wants to know how I'm going to get this living water. In the Old Testament, there's many verses that has to deal with thirsting after God as one thirsts after water. You'll see this in Psalm 42. You know, thirsting after God as a deer panted for the water, praise God. These are, these are uh, phrases that were used. You know, Jeremiah talked about the fountain of living waters in Jeremiah 17 and 13. Okay, but in saying he would bring living water that could forever quench one's thirst for God, Jesus was claiming to be the Messiah. He was letting her know uh, through divine revelation that I'm God. And the only Messiah could give this gift to satisfy the desire of the soul. You can get all this other stuff. We can do all these other things, but nothing will satisfy the spiritual hunger like the Holy Ghost. You need the Holy Ghost. And it's very, very important for us to look at our body's hunger and they thirst. And so do your soul. And this is why I asked the question, where will you spend eternity? 
Your soul thirsts for something. Our souls need spiritual food and water. And it comes from the word of God. Hmm? It comes from God through the word of God. Why should we then deprive our souls? The living word, the written word, and, you know, spoken word can satisfy our hunger and our thirst. All right. Now, if you don't, if you don't believe it, let us go here. I'm going to go to another scripture here so you can take a look. We're going to give you the scripture and let the scripture uh, answer your your theology. All right. We're going to go to Matthew chapter 11, verse number 27. In Matthew 11, chapter 27, it reads, All things are delivered unto my Father, and no man knoweth the Son but the Father. Neither knoweth any man the Father save the Son, and he to whomsoever the Son will reveal him. God reveals himself to the Samaritan at the well. We're going deep now. Stay with me. He reveals himself to the woman at the well. And take a look here. He says in Matthew 11 and 28, come all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn of me, for I'm meek and lowly in heart, and ye shall find rest. For your souls, you shall be you shall find satisfaction for your soul. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Jesus was letting them know there's a weariness in humanity's search for God. And the only thing that can satisfy that weariness and quench that weariness is God himself. And he reveals himself here in John 4 as the Messiah and lets her know that I'm going, I'm the only one that's able to quench this, uh, this spiritual thirst. And you need to stop by. You need to stop by the well. If you're listening today, you need to stop by the well. Praise God, which is Jesus Christ. That's able to give you the word that will cause you to go higher and go deeper in the Lord. Let me finish this out. We're getting ready to get out of here. But he says here in Matthew uh, 11 and 28, he says, come unto me all ye that labor and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. We go back to St. John chapter four and we go, verse number 12. And she says here, art thou greater than our father Jacob, which gave us the well and drank thereof himself and his children and his cattle? Jesus responds to this, uh, uh, this particular statement she made. Jesus answered and said unto her, whosoever will drink of this water, shall thirst again. He goes back and lets her see that he's talking about spiritual thirst, spiritual water. 
and he has the spiritual authority to give this water. And he goes back and addressed the natural point and said, whosoever shall drink of this water, talking about Jacob's well, going to get thirsty again. Praise God. If you just looking for food and water in this life, you're going to be in need again. But if you get the spiritual thirst quenched by God, if you get Jesus, you won't be thirsting and lusting after things in the world. Praise the Lord. And this is what people need to identify. Is it love or is it lust? Because when we lust after evil things, we can't serve God. We can't walk with God and serve our flesh at the same time. Because no man can serve two masters. You got to love one or despise the other. Cleave to one or hate the other. And Jesus makes this profound statement here. And he says to her in verse 13, St. John 4 and 13, Jesus answered and said unto her, whosoever drinketh of this water shall thirst again. Verse number 14. But whosoever drinketh of this water that I shall give him. You need Jesus to give you the water that quenches the spiritual thirst. You need to stop by Jesus' well. Jacob's well is okay. It's okay to stop by Jacob's well because he gave it to Jacob. But he sets a precedence here to the Samaritan who people said they didn't have no dealings with, but he let her know you can stop by Jesus well and I won't frown upon you, praise God. Because this well that I have is for everybody. Praise the Lord. Look at this. And he goes to the point where he touches her uh uh, bias, uh, their cultural differences. He addresses the cultural differences by letting her see this spiritual well. He said, whosoever drink of the drink of this water shall never thirst. He says, but I'm sorry. He said, whosoever drink of this water shall thirst again, but whosoever drink it of the water that I shall give him shall never thirst, never, never, praise God. That sounds like being satisfied in Jesus, satisfied by the Lord. And if you have Jesus, he will satisfy that thirst. It doesn't happen overnight. He said, take my yoke upon me and learn. This is a suffering way and this is a learning way. All right. And he teaches this principle here in John 4 and 14. But whosoever drink of the water that I shall give him shall never thirst. But the water that I shall give him shall be in him a well of water springing up into everlasting life. He that believeth shall have everlasting life. Praise God. He that believeth in the Father and the Son shall have everlasting life. Praise God. 
You can have it. It can be yours just for the asking. Why don't you stop by Jesus? Why don't you stop by this well that Jesus has given to all that will come to him? I'm here today to let you know that God wants to give you everlasting life. Hmm? He's not willing that any should perish, but all that should come to repentance. He wants to give you everlasting life. And you know what Jesus said in Matthew 4, that man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeded out of the mouth of God. You need Jesus. That's who you need. You need Jesus in your life. And if you're out there, you don't have Jesus in your life. We here, we'll pray for you. We'll touch and agree with you. We'll pray till heaven gets the news. And you'll know heaven got the news because you'll receive breakthrough and you'll receive this everlasting life, this everlasting water. Praise the Lord. You can have it. Let's go to verse 15. We're getting out of here now. We're closing. The woman said unto him, sir, give me this water. If that's you today saying, give me this water that I thirst not and neither come to draw. Praise God. And Jesus says to her, go and call thy husband and, and come hither. And the woman answered and said, I have no husband. He goes a little bit farther in dialogue with her. And Jesus said unto her, thou hast well said, I have no husband for thou hast five husbands and he whom thou now has is not thy husband in that thou saidest thou truly. And the woman said unto him, sir, I perceive thou art a prophet and our father worship in this mountain. And you shall say that in Jerusalem is the place where men ought to worship. Jesus already addresses this point. We're going to pick it back up later this week. Stay tuned to us on Wednesday. We'll be back on the broadcast at one o'clock. We'll be on YouTube and Facebook. Please pick up part two of quenching your spiritual thirst and stop by the well. Praise God. If you don't know what the well is, that well is Jesus Christ. And he's the one that's able to give you everlasting water, water springing up into everlasting life, a well of water springing up into everlasting life. And he's able to give you everlasting life. Praise God. And so I want to encourage the people of God today. Uh, quench your spiritual thirst. Read your Bible. Pray. Seek God. Call on him. Call on his name. His name is Jesus. And if you have a need, call on the Lord. And the Lord will direct you. And the Lord will send someone in your path. Trust the Lord. I want to say to you today, thank you for listening uh, to the Faith in God Internet TV broadcast. We thank God for all of you. Um, we thank God for um, all of you that have listened um, to this broadcast. And we just want to say thank you again um, for being a part of the uh, Faith in God Internet TV broadcast. 
we want to pray for you. While we're closing, if you would call us, we're on the line 414-628-0568. Please call us and we'll pray for you. If you need salvation, we're here to touch and agree, pray for you, baptize you in Jesus' name, and the Lord will fill you with the promise of the Holy Ghost. And according to Acts 2.39, it says the promises unto you and your children, all that are far off, even as many the Lord our God shall call. The Holy Ghost is for you. Stop by the well. Jesus is that well now. I know we can talk about the Samaritan. We can talk about all these different uh, situations that happen in the Bible. But make them applicable to your life. Because there's a well. There's a thirst. There's a need. There's a desire in humanity that needs God. And we're here to make sure that you can get to Jesus. Praise the Lord. God has used us as a vessel and a conduit that you would get to Jesus just now. And so we'll pray for you. So we're going to get ready to go before the Lord in a brief word of prayer. Let us pray. Eternal God, our Savior, in the precious name of Jesus, we come before thee and before thy throne, thanking you and praising you. Oh, God, being our well of water, springing into everlasting life. Thank you, Lord, who's able to supply every need. We pray now. Oh, God, for the need of your people. Those, oh, God, thousands, millions that are unemployed and, oh, God, no unemployment payments. You are a supplier. Not uh, only the natural need, but the spiritual need, God. Give them faith. Give them hope in you. Lord, that they will look to the hills from whence come at their help. They've looked, oh God, to the government, which has failed them miserably. But, oh God, you will not fail. Help them to look to you, Father. In the name of Jesus, we know you're able to supply their needs. Do it for your glory's sake. And the glory shall be down. We'll be careful to glorify and lift you up. Look on our frontline workers. Look on our teachers. Look on our nurses and doctors, the essential workers. Oh, God, that are yet. Oh, God. Going out daily, Lord, putting their lives on the line. Let your blood cover them now. We pray, God. Oh, God, that you would be not only a vaccine, but you would grant them immunity. Oh God, as they minister, oh God. Oh God, to the people that are in need of healing. Oh God, and of a touch from you. Help them, God, as they tend to the natural man, that you would minister, God, of spiritual healing, that they will have a Holy Ghost experience as they listen to the broadcast, God, minister to the need of thy people, that they will, oh God, confess Christ, Lord. Oh God, 
that they will know the Lord and the pardon of their sins. And oh God, that they will repent and turn to God and be saved and be filled with the Holy Ghost in the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you. We forever give you glory. We give you honor and praise. We thank you. We forever lift you up and we give your name the praise in the matchless name of Jesus. In Jesus' name, we pray to the glory of God. Thank God. Amen. Amen. I'm your host, Elder Gregory Newsom with the Faith in God Internet TV. Until next time, God bless you in Jesus' name. Can we say that one more time? Hallelujah. All over the building. Can we say Hallelujah? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Say it again. Hallelujah. Bless your name, O God. One more time, no music. Hallelujah. What's the highest praise? We reverence you, O God. highest praise we bless your name